Hi, everyone. I'm Asma, and I'm happy to welcome you to our PwC Workforce podcast series. The topic of today is the future of work, and I'm happy to welcome Bart and Sandra to share their insights on this topic. They are both working in the reward team and are involved in the design of the future of work. Sandra, <laughs> when we started preparing this podcast, you mentioned a statement that is still on my mind. You said that if you would be sitting here with me 10 years ago, saying that you were in a Uber, checking on your smartphone to book an Airbnb in Madrid, the only thing that you would remember or know about is most likely Madrid, it's... as none of the other things already existed 10 years ago. You remember? Yes, Madrid story. I remember that, Asma. But the point that I wanted to make was that the world is moving, and yeah? the world is moving really fast. Due to the digital enablement, evolution was already going at an accelerated speed. And on top of this, the world, I mustn't tell you that, has suffered a significant disruption as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. The pandemic, however, has clearly shown that companies are up and ready to truly embrace flexible and remote work. Indeed, across all industries and geographies, the world as a business community has proven that we can overnight drastically change the way in which we work, irrespective of the workplace and the work time. This conclusion has created a mega opportunity that cannot be wasted. Now is the time to innovate and to define a new path. Now is the time for employers to make conscious decisions and to embrace experimentation and change. Indeed, Sandra. I think you're here referring to some next steps to happen. Back maybe, can you share some insight here? For sure, Asma. But next steps, however, do not just simply happen. The next level requires company to make some deliberate decisions and actions. The opportunity now is to translate the lessons from the pandemic into a cohesive workplace strategy that is future fit. The key to get things right is to avoid the temptation to focus on individual problems. Instead, companies should take a step back and consider the entire ecosystem of the organization. This sounds complex, but it isn't need to be complicated. We do this by looking at the future of work in terms of work type, workforce and workplace with the experience of work at its core. This framework shows employers the macro opportunity and at the same time allows breaking down the vision for each dimension of the ecosystem to understand how they interconnect or impact each other. That's interesting. So I understand that there should be a balance in the ecosystem whereby companies need to monitor the work type, workforce and workplace. I suggest maybe that we deep dive into these three angles. Sandra, can you elaborate a bit on the work type? I have the mm -hmm. feeling that work itself will be redefined. Am I right? Absolutely. Fully right, Asma. You just have to look at history. History makes clear that the notion of work has been subject to constant change. The farmers in the Middle Ages, for example, they needed to adapt to become manufacturers during the Industrial Revolution. The Digital Revolution made it possible to come up with solutions for the heavy mancraft work which led to the successes of IT companies. Nowadays, we all acknowledge the success stories of companies who are no longer producing goods nor services, but who are actually offering various platforms to facilitate demand and supply on the market. 
So the point is that the nature of the work is constantly and quickly changing. More and more, the work will also become problem-based and no longer be purely task-oriented. Teams will need to be built around skills and not only based upon organizational flows, which may require a revision of the operating model. The hybrid workforce will become a mixture, a mix of human resources, cognitive systems, even robots and thinking machines. As tasks, not the roles, will get automated, many jobs will remain to exist, but they will look completely different. The workforce will need training and development to meet the new requirements of these new roles. This means that designing new work types is more than optimizing efficiency, which could come at the expense of worker well-being, but should instead aim to improve job quality and satisfaction. Empowering remote workers is not just about video meetings and cloud apps. New work types impact safety, performance management and risk. Making the future of work work means that organizations must, cons must consider how their hybrid work plans impact their legal and other compliance obligations towards staff, including well-being. Thank you. That's clear. So the what question is covered. A second question point is on the kind of workforce that is needed. So the who question. Bat may be here. Yes, Azama, that's a good question. The workforce refers to the resources, including people and technology needed to do the work. It's all about having the right capabilities and the right skills in the right place at the right time. Employers may need to upskill their workforce and assess the number of days needed for training to close the skill gaps. Without a training and development plan, employers risk ending up with income inequality and increased unemployment. A training program can be rolled out. Other factors may be less in control of employers, and then I'm referring here to demographic shifts like urbanization, aging of the population and migration. We also note that there is an increased focus on inclusion, belonging, and leveraging the value of having a diverse workforce beyond just meeting targets. Interesting. So, so now we get the, the what, the who, and I think we are still missing the where question. Mm -hmm. So Sandra, could you explain how the workplaces enable the people? Enablement, I like that word, Asma. Enablement is a process of providing people the means to fully reach their potential. And as you said, the workspace should enable the people. The workplace is a physical, but also the digital environment where the work is structured and undertaken. This includes everything from the real estate strategy to the concrete, very practical layout of the office space. While many conversations about property tend to start with the question of how much space will be needed in the future, actually, the debate should also consider how the employees plan to use the office space. A new workspace model is emerging with less time in the office and more work at home or more work at alternative locations, that's for sure. And we will expect that in the upcoming years, the commercial property market will be shaped by increased accessibility, shared co-working spaces and digital connectivity. All this will also have an impact on the nature of transport and on urban planning. Indeed, because property costs typically account only for a fraction of the organization costs, while workforce accounts sometimes up to 80%. However, 
there has been a tendency to put disproportionate emphasis on property costs in thinking around future workplace strategies. Instead, the focus should be on the value that the workplace brings to employees in terms of social connection, purpose, collaboration, and organizational identity. Thank you. Uh, I think another interesting and important point is about the experience of work. How can the employer energize and inspire the people? Sandra, maybe here? Yes, Asma, the experience of work is actually all about the way in which workers experience the purpose and meaning, uh, the values, the culture of their organization. And this is an experience will, which will be reflected in the behavior and the engagement of the employees. So it's really very important. We agree that the concrete experience of remote work will be different for each single and individual employee. But actually, we believe that in general, the remote experience is determined and impacted by three key factors, each of them holding a certain complexity level. You will recognize Asma. A first factor, very well known, is the household complexity. Uh, this notion speaks for itself. It's different for everybody, but it will have an influence. Another element is the network complexity. Access to a solid professional network will definitely contribute to a person's sense of belonging and support, also very important for the employee engagement. Finally, last but not least, there is the role complexity. Now, the complexity of the workflow will also for sure have an influence on the job success and the job satisfaction. Now, the employer is actually challenged to ensure that the remote work practices, policies and tool sets are not only adapted to meet the levels of complexity, but at the same time also foster productivity and innovation. It's a big balancing exercise and in this exercise, particular attention will also need to be paid to ensure, as Bart said, that inclusion and fairness is safeguarded and really guaranteed at all times for everybody. Hmm. Okay, thank you, Bart and Sandra. I would say my key takeaway of this whole conversation is definitely that companies need to plan for the future, although the future is uncertain. Exactly, Asma. Companies need to assess their maturity across the four dimensions we've been discussing, being the workforce, work type, workplace, and the experience of work. Companies need to take stock of what they are doing now, check the organizational capability to deliver on their purpose, and then assess whether or not it will take them where they need to be. A successful business will require a balance between its ecosystem that is shaped by those three important factors, workplace, work type, and workforce, with, of course, again, uh, the employee experience in the middle. The future of work will be hybrid, digital, inclusive and should ensure fairness. The future of work is now, Asma. Indeed, that's a very clear message. Thank you very much, Sandra and Bert, for sharing your insights on the future of work. It was a very interesting and pleasing conversation. To retake your words, Bart, the future of work is now. Thanks again. Thanks to all the listeners. Stay tuned on the different platforms and our website for the next edition. Wishing you a nice day. Bye-bye.